The following program was paid for by Templar Real Estate. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of the staff and management of WMTR. As always, it is advisable to consult a professional before making a major decision. It's time now for the Templar Real Estate Talk Show. Here's your host for the program, Joseph J. Zappi. Hello, welcome to the Templar Real Estate Talk Show. My name is Joseph J. Zappi, a real estate investor, consumer advocate, author, and managing partner of Templar Real Estate Enterprises. You could reach us at templarcashforhouses.com. That's T-E-M-P-L-A-R cashforhouses.com. That's one word. Or you could call us at 973-240-8593. Again, that's 973-240-8593. We could answer any questions you may have or you could email us from our website and we could uh, respond to any questions you have. If you want anything discussed on the radio show, we'd be more than happy to do it if we could fit it in. For my first time listeners, my company is a real estate investment firm. We buy houses for cash. We purchase apartment buildings. We do joint ventures with other real estate investors. We loan money for rehabs and provide transactional and gap funding. We work with individuals that want to invest with us in single family houses up to apartment buildings. We do not speculate. We're very protective of our money and our investors' money. I'm not a real estate agent, we're not a brokerage, but I have individuals that are on staff that can sell your house through the traditional multiple listing service. This show will go over everything there is about real estate, those things that impact real estate. We'll talk about our rehabs, some of our investments, what went well, what did not go well, and how we overcame them. We'll talk about the economy and interest rates. We'll discuss trends in the real estate market. Real estate is one of your biggest investments. So the more you know about real estate, uh, it'll help you out in the end. I will provide you with my opinion. It's only my opinion. I ask everyone to do research. You know, that's one of the biggest things I, I harp on and I want to plead on people to do. Uh, like I always say, uh, on the internet, there's lots of opinions and sometimes it's hard to ferret out what's good and what's not good. Uh, you know, it's just, it's a big challenge and uh, it's, it's not an easy task, no matter what you do or what you're looking up. Uh, we were looking up a air fryer for my son. He wanted one and by the time I looked at all the reviews, I had no idea. It sounded like all of them were lousy, even though some of them got, you know, a lot of them got good reviews. Uh, so it's just, it's very, very difficult um, because you really don't know, you know, the one individual might say it's making a lot of noise. Another one says this, another one says that. Uh, I think we got a good one, <laughs> but again, uh, we'll see. Uh, but at least you, you know you could get some information on it. And I think it's just a bunch of trading off. Uh, nothing's going to be perfect. 
and uh, that's just the way it is. You know, another example is for uh, refrigerators, and you know we buy refrigerators for our flips, but you start reading some of these things and you're like, well, I don't know if I'd want to buy it. And it seemed like everyone I've looked at, they've all had challenges, you know, between uh, water leaking to not cooling to making too much noise. So, uh, like I said, do your research. I always say, ask for references, but ask lots of questions. If you're getting a reference from someone for anything, ask a lot of questions and always ask you know one of the questions you always got to ask is what don't you like about something and i think that's a big thing instead of uh, how do you like uh, the service how do you like that person how do you like the product it's like what don't you like about it and i think that sometimes will ferret out additional uh, questions and concerns so again try to ask the right questions the other thing is uh, I'd like to wish everyone uh, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, and uh, coming up a uh, Happy New Year. Uh, I had We had missed a show a couple weeks ago because of some programming issues. Uh, so um, you didn't hear me for one week, but um, that's been fixed, so I'm happy about that. I'd like to also uh, say hi to uh, Paulette. Uh, one of my listeners, as well as Thomas G. and Susan G. Uh, I would also like to thank my private investors that uh, I've brought on, uh, Jim and Cheryl. So I'd like to thank them as well. So again, uh, you you might hear me talk about private investors. You know, what is a private investor? A private investor is a individual that will uh, supply funds for me and they'll go into one of my investments and they'll get a rate of return and that rate of return will be on depends on the situation either a, a monthly check or at the end of a particular project uh, usually at the end of a particular project it's designed for less than 12 months Whereas a monthly payment is usually a longer duration, usually three, five years approximately. So it really depends on the uh, investment, what it is and what we're doing with it. Also, if you're interested in selling your house fast for cash, please give me a call. You know, uh, anytime you call in, you say, you know, buy my house fast, we'll be more than happy to uh, come to your house, take a look at it, and we'll see if we could uh, have an offer that you're satisfied with and we're satisfied with. And again, you could close as quick as you want. You close literally in seven days is very aggressive. We've done it, but it is very aggressive uh, because we just have to make sure that everything goes through with the title company, so on and so forth. Um, Usually two weeks to three weeks to a month is, is the norm. Again, it depends on your needs. It depends, you know, how we want to structure it. But uh, we're always here to help you out. 
And again, if that's not what you're looking for, we could sell the traditional way. And, you know, I have a lot of great agents and they'll market the property. You know, we'll go through everything in terms of things you need to change, enhance to ensure that, you know, the property, property sells for uh, as high a dollar amount as we could get for it. You know, one of the things that we do is we want to ensure that when we market the property and we list the property, we list it for the 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 proper price. Uh, I had a situation where uh, I had quoted out uh, a house in terms. I said you'll probably get about two sixty for it, and the gentleman went to another agent, and uh, they said I. I think they said you get 300 for it. I think it was 300. And they came back to me and said, you know, Joe, there's a difference of $40,000. I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting 300,000 for it. (laughs) And they decided to go with the other agent, which is fine. And they listed it for 290. And they eventually had to come down, uh, 30,000 to the 260 that I originally stated and they had to keep it for you know it was four months and again you know uh, if you price it right it'll sell quickly now there's always those extenuating circumstances and a lot of times we'll see in the first couple weeks how we're getting traction and with that then we could determine if we keep the price the same, we have to lower the price a little bit. You could you could kind of get the feeling based on who's coming in, the activity, the amount of activity, um, and then we could adjust accordingly. And uh, you know we want to make sure that it's priced right. If you don't price it right, then you start having reductions. And you know right now in the market, it's still a good market. Um, one of the good things is like around you know everybody thinks that around Christmas time it's not a good time to sell the house but those individuals that are looking for a house during Christmas time they're definitely very interested and that's one thing that you have to think about so uh, unfortunately Christmas is past and uh, you know when you hear this uh, radio show uh, New Year's will have passed also but you know, this time of year, it's it is good to sell a house. You know, don't think because it's the holidays, especially this time of year because of COVID. Those individuals that are out uh, really want to see houses and they really want to buy a house. So that's very important. The other thing I want to talk about is also if you know of anyone that wants to sell their house uh, quickly or through the traditional multiple listing service please give us a call we'll provide a finder's fee as well as if you know of anyone that's selling or wants to sell a apartment complex preferably 100 units but you know I'll go down to 50 units if it's less I'll still look at it uh, and uh, hopefully we can make a deal the other thing I wanted to talk about is a little bit about uh, you got the stimulus bill and uh, now they're debating back and forth whether it's going to be 2000 or 
$600 for, you know, cash in people's pockets. And, you know, either way, you know, first of all, 600 is just about nothing. And especially up here in the Northeast. And uh, it's just, you know, it's really not going to help anyone. You know, they do have some of the programs that are going to help certain people. But as a whole, the stimulus package is really not going to really help much in terms of businesses. You know, there's some talk about some PPP again, and which will provide some additional funds. But as a whole, it's not really business-centric or even, you know, people-centric, if you really think about it. Um, if we get the $2,000, you know, I think that's going to help uh, a number of people, but it's really a stopgap. It's not going to fix those individuals that have been missing mortgages for six months or so. It's not going to help that much. You know, it's, it's a little drop in the bucket. So, uh, unfortunately, um, that's the way the politicians did it. You know, as I said last year when they uh, put together the first stimulus bill, you know, there was a lot of programs for businesses. So, again, if businesses, especially small businesses, uh, get the money, they could continue to keep people on staff, which is going to help everyone. And, uh, you know, I think that's a big part of it. I also think it's important that a certain amount of money does go directly to just individuals in general to help them out. Um, I'm usually very fiscally conservative, but under this situation, uh, you know, I, th I think uh, everything was so dramatic that this needed to be happened, you know, in terms of uh, the steps uh, from last year. I do not like what's going on with the second stimulus bill and uh, personally I think we should get rid of all the politicians and start over but that's my little comment for today on that uh, I'd like to close out this segment and I'll be right back uh, and we could talk a little further about a number of things that went on this week and uh, a few other things again you could reach me at 973 2408593 or templarcashforhouses.com. Thanks a lot. Bye. Life can be a roller coaster, and sometimes you need to sell your house fast. That's why there's templarbuyshouses.com. Maybe you're downsizing, getting a divorce, having health or financial issues. If so, head to templarbuyshouses.com. T E M P L A R buyshouses.com. templarbuyshouses.com will buy your house quickly and without hassle. If you've inherited a house that is vacant, contact TemplarBuysHouses.com. Dealing with them is easy and quick, no high-pressure sales tactics, and you won't have to fix up the house. They will buy your house as is. You pick the closing date and when you move out. No commissions and no hassles. Contact TemplarBuysHouses.com. T-E-M-P-L-A-R BuysHouses.com. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Call 973-315-7990. That's 973-315-7990. Be sure to listen to the podcast of the Templar Real Estate Talk Show. Find it now at TemplarBuysHouses.com. Hello, welcome back to the Templar Real Estate Talk Show. My name is Joseph J. Zoppi, Managing Partner of Templar Real Estate Enterprises. You could reach us at 973 
973-240-8593. Again, that's 973-240-8593 or templarcashforhouses.com. So right now, I'd like to discuss a couple other things that uh, occurred this week. You know, I had, uh, you know, I we get a lot of calls from individuals that are in a really bind. And, you know, one of the reasons why I love my business is to try to help individuals. You know, I had one person, I had spoken to her and uh, she had gone onto my website she filled out a form and then uh, it usually gets automatically sent to myself and my staff and we usually call back as quick as possible so this form came through and then it came through again and then it came through again so it, was, it literally came through like three or four times uh, within like 10 minutes so I knew the woman was upset just by that what was happening so I called her back immediately and uh, she said I can't talk right now I'm getting my hair cut but I'd like to talk to you in the evening uh, later on like around 9 30 at night and I said sure no problem so you know we work literally just about seven days a week uh, so it, it doesn't really matter to us so I called her back at 9.30 and she said, can you, she said, I can't talk right now. My husband's uh, around. Can I talk to you in the morning? I said, yeah, no problem. And she called back and she said she's getting a divorce and she needs to sell her house. And, you know, I looked up the house and, you know, she told me how much she had for the mortgage and it was approximately um, $165,000 and I looked closely at the comps now this is a it was a condo so condos are a lot easier to uh, comp out and figure out what the market price is uh, especially on condos because you usually have other condos that sold in the same area. They're all basically the same. It's not like a house where there's a lot of variations. So it, it's fairly easy. And every condo I saw was selling for like 160, 155. And she said she owed like 165. And I said, first of all, I'm not going to be able to buy it for cash. Or, but even if you list it, you know, you you could list it for 165. You could, you could maybe list it for 170, maybe. But by the time you have all closing costs and everything else associated with it, you're going to have to take money out of your pocket. And you know, she was she understood. But it, it was really tough. You know, she had refinanced and I guess rolled everything into the mortgage. And we've seen this a number of times. And it sounds good, but in the end, you know, you might have a property that you can't sell. And I've, you know, recently I've seen this a lot. 
and uh, especially with individuals that have had condos for some reason or townhomes and they just can't sell them because they owe too much money on it or they owe what the market is on it you know we have you know uh one property that we're trying to sell for this individual it's a it's a townhome beautiful townhome it's uh very clean and that that's one of the biggest things when you're selling a house you're selling a condo townhome is to have everything as clean as possible because you don't want someone coming into the house and saying uh they'll just it'll get turned off completely if it's not clean and we we push very hard on that to make sure everything is clean as possible and 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 also in order but cleanliness is one of the biggest things because you'll just turn the person completely off so this individual she has a beautiful town home there's not too many upgrades but it's super clean and very tidy it's not cluttered and it shows well it shows very well but in her complex there's three other condos also some are upgrades some are not and they're not selling either and you know sometimes certain areas certain townhome complexes condo complexes just don't sell as quickly as other ones and they just stay on the market for a longer amount of time it's just like particular areas of the town don't sell as quickly as other parts of town and you know that's something we have to factor in and you know we're going to probably do a price reduction as a result of that and that's just the way it is with real estate you, you, it's not always a simple thing even on a hot market where things always sell as quickly as you think they do and you know you'll hear agents talk about it but it's not accurate all the time and it, you know they're pushing the hype so you have to be wary of that you know certain markets sell faster than other markets now there's certain predictions that you know this year in 2021 you know the market's still going to be hot and i think it will be to some extent but certain areas are going to be hotter still than others. When you read certain articles, I always tell everyone, be very, very careful when you're reading an article on real estate because it depends on the location. You know, I saw certain predictions where they're saying, you know, a lot more houses are going to be purchased sight unseen you know except through a video well around here that's not the case you know if it was in Arizona somewhere like that definitely the market's super super hot there Texas you know uh, if you look at the migration pattern of people a lot of people are leaving California they're going to Arizona and they're going to Texas Texas is blowing up in terms of the individuals another area is Florida a lot of people from the East Coast New Jersey New York they're moving down to Florida so you're gonna see that so certain areas are going to just continue to rise very quickly whereas other areas will not 
you know, we're having a net loss for the most part in Jersey. There are a lot of individuals coming from New York City moving over to New Jersey, which is good, which is going to compensate for some of that net loss. You know, the areas that are going to be hot are still going to be Bergen County, Hudson County. Uh, those are two of the big ones. There's other ones also. But again, when you read an article and it says certain things, especially when it's coming to real estate, real estate is very regional oriented and really depends on the state, depends on a lot of factors. And you just can't take those things at face value. You gotta look into the numbers a lot closer. And just like in California, some of the prices are going down. Some are still going up, most definitely. But a lot of people are leaving California. They're tired of the government and the high taxes. There's you know unbelievable number of taxes and all the regulations associated with it. The same thing is, is New York City. So New York City had a lot of individuals leave. And there was about 70,000 people left the metropolitan area in New York City. And as a result of it, there's about 34 billion in lost income. So that's a lot of money. And, you know, there's a couple of factors associated with it. There's the high taxes associated with it. And they want to up the taxes again on high net worth individuals. And then also you have all the restrictions associated with COVID and all those factors. So you got two strikes against you with that. Now, New York was having some of these issues before COVID and certain high net worth individuals were leaving there and going to Florida. Well, that's accelerated as a result of this. And, you know, I, when we look at houses and we price houses out, we have a thing called a two-strike rule. So the two-strike rule is basically if there's two factors that are really like we'll call it a strike against it, we might not purchase that house. Or when we're selling the house for an individual, we're going to bring those factors up and say it's going to be harder to sell. We had a house which was small to begin with. It was about 900 square feet and it had a small driveway, no garage. So it was a small house and no garage. And all the complaints we were getting is, well, it's small, but if it had a garage, we'd buy it. Or, you know, if it was, we didn't care about the garage, but it's too small and we just, we don't have enough room in it. And there was a lot of individuals stating that. House was really done, done up really well. We, re we had the whole house, it was, it was a beautiful house. And uh, the paint colors we picked, everything just really popped on the house. But there was two factors, two issues associated with it. We still made, you know, a good dollar on it, and but we had to keep it considerably longer than we wanted to. And that's with everything being optimal in terms of what we did to the house. Now, if someone 
doesn't rehab the house to the degree that it needed it, it's going to stay on considerably longer or you're going to have to be more aggressive with the pricing. It's just that's the way it is. And that two strike rule really hurts things. You don't need three strikes <laughs> to fail. It's two strikes. And the same example is for New York City. New York City is is having a lot of challenges and they're going to have a lot of challenges in the future. And, you know, a number of people are saying, well, New York's not going anywhere, so on and so forth. And to some extent, it's not. But it's not going to be what it used to be. You know, a lot of individuals will say, well, we're going to bank on it. And for something like New York City, it's easy to say that. And no one's going to say you're crazy for that. It used to be like in IT. Well, I was in IT for a long time. And a long time ago, it was always said that no one will lose their job if you hire IBM. So if you had two vendors you needed to select, if you selected IBM and you didn't think they were the best, you still wouldn't lose your job or no one could say anything because of the clout associated with IBM and the prestige and who IBM is. Same thing I say is for New York City. No one's going to say you're crazy if you're banking on New York City, but I really, it's not going to be where it used to be. Again, a lot of high net worth individuals and a lot of individuals are moving out of New York City. New York City will always be New York City, but you know we had that migration a while ago when a number of companies moved over to Jersey City. Jersey City was built up based on a lot of financial institutions being moved over. And right now, a number of financial institutions or companies are moving down to Florida. So I think it's going to continue that way and they're going to have a lot of challenges. Well, I got to close out this segment. I'd like to thank everyone. I uh, hope everyone has a great new year and we all survived this, this pandemic and, um, Hopefully there's not as much impact on everyone's families as a result of that. So I'd like to say thank you very much. God bless and take care. Life can be a roller coaster, and sometimes you need to sell your house fast. That's why there's TemplarBuysHouses.com. Maybe you're downsizing, getting a divorce, having health or financial issues. If so, head to TemplarBuysHouses.com. T-E-M-P-L-A-R BuysHouses.com. TemplarBuysHouses.com will buy your house quickly and without hassle. If you've inherited a house that is vacant, contact TemplarBuysHouses.com. Dealing with them is easy and quick. No high-pressure sales tactics, and you won't have to fix up the house. They will buy your house as is. You pick the closing date, and when you move out, no commissions and no hassles. Contact TemplarBuysHouses.com. T-E-M-P-L-A-R BuysHouses.com with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Call 973-315-7990. That's 973-315-7990. Be sure to listen to the podcast of the Templar Real Estate Talk Show. Find it now at TemplarBuysHouses.com. The preceding program was paid for by Templar Real Estate. The views and opinions expressed are not necessarily those of the staff and management of WMTR. As always, it is advisable to consult a professional before making a major decision.